This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, Where the Stars Fell is offering director's commentary to all Fable and Folly Plus supporters, still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. And because I love you, I'm going to help you understand that. Don't bring feelings into this. That's how they got Turing. You're comparing his predicament to your girlfriend telling you you're wrong. When it comes to basic scientific principles, he would totally agree with me. Boy, am I glad things haven't changed too much. Hi, Mike. The last time I asked this, I regretted it, but are you guys fighting again? Say it. Say it! Oh, come on, you'll say it to my face, but in front of him it's too embarrassing. Say it! Water is wet. No, it's not. It's literally not. I'm the scientist, and I'm telling you water makes things wet. It is not itself wet. Then how does it make those things wet? Hmm? Wetness has to be transitive. So you admit it's a transitive state and not an adjective. No, I... Don't put words in my mouth. How many doctorates do I have? How many? Four. How many of those specifically involve science? Three. Do you think maybe when I was getting any of those three science doctorates we talked about whether or not water is wet and I learned the answer? Well, clearly not, because you're giving the wrong one. Mike! Oh, no. You're an angel of the Lord who knows more about the universe than either of us. Is water wet? Sorry, my New Year's resolution was to not enable any more arguments around here. The March meeting of the Ineffable Congregation of the Upper Pacific would beg to differ. We really need to figure out a better acronym. Hey, honey. What? Since I'm dyslexic, I don't know how I-cup is spelled. Will you spell it out loud for me? Admit that I'm right, and I absolutely will. Come on, Edison. I'll embarrass myself in front of a co-worker if you just admit I know more about one single scientific fact than you do. Fuck off. How long have you guys been arguing about this? Since last night. What happened to... 
Nope, never mind. Who's picking up the tab? Why do we still have to pay here? You guys don't need the money. I know for a fact Gabe cooks the books. If the government has a problem with the way I run my business, they're welcome to come on by and see how that turns out for them. Right. She doesn't even need to. I think she just wants to feel control over something. Speaking of which... BB? Okay, what the hell's going on with you two? As in, more than usual? I don't see that being any of your business, Michael. And I'd sure like it not to be, so whatever it is, please don't. Don't what? I don't know, just don't. Is Lucille here? Uh, hello. Lucille? Edison? Why don't you state your business, you miserable piece of shit? Which one of you is supposed to be the attack dog again? I go both ways. Grand. Lucille? I've got a bit of an errand to run and could use your help. You could, could you? Why? Uh, Those lions in the woods around town, they don't like us demons. Well, that explains a lot. I've spoken with them about you, and we've come to an agreement. Which is? Keep her from getting herself killed, or at least piss off. Works for me. Well, unlike your girlfriend, I don't have the whole pass blessing, and I'd prefer to get in and out without a fight. Consider yourself my chaperone. What's in it for me? The joy of a good deed. Oh, that's very funny. Now tell a good joke. That's an old house of yours, right? I'll come and take a look at your pipes. I handle that just fine. I'm sure you do. How about this? I'll give you a boon. You can decide what it is at a later date, but I don't grant them lightly. Clearly. What's got you in such a hurry? Dance Moms is on tonight, so I want to make this quick. Of course you like that show. Isn't that the one where they did an interpretive number about Rosa Parks? Uh... Wasn't me. Oh, thank God. I did do the car crash one, though. Very funny. Do we have a deal? I refuse to call it that. You know I'm a few notches below the devil, right? I'm aware. But I know where that hand of yours has been and there's not a sum in the world that would get me to shake it. What exactly are you looking for, anyway? None of your business. Wonderful. Are you going to be this cordial the whole time? Are you going to insist on inane and stupid questions? You know, among us normal individuals, we call that polite conversation. (laughs) What? You. Calling yourself normal. I'm not even human and I know that's a good one. And which one of us is at least trying to make small talk? That's what I thought. Emphasis on trying. You're failing. Get used to it. Oh, for heaven's sake, not this again. Is it possible to curb the rampant nihilism today? World's still going to end? You tell me. You are on the other side, after all. I don't give a shite. I'm a realist. And I say yes. Then I hope you have a lovely time in your cesspit of misery and doomsaying. It's quite fantastic, actually. Helps to have a frank perspective on things. Frank? Hmm. I didn't know they released a new edition of the dictionary. Then what do you consider it? Like I said... Miserable and doomsaying. Well, there goes my respect for your honesty. You? Respected me at any point? Don't make me laugh. 
I admire commitment to one's principles. Of course. Jealousy is a sin, after all. Hmm. I must say, I find it very funny you think of me as an idealist. Aren't you famous for writing a whole crop of fantasy books? That's not the same thing. The Burning Coven isn't perfectly happy all the time. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a story. But if you're asking if they're hopeful books, which I assume you are because you haven't read them, then yes, having any kind of hope and being an idealist aren't identical, however. Is that so? I have no idea how we're going to stop the rapture. Not a clue? Not one. I have enough of my memories back to know that we are facing forces that are immeasurably old, powerful and well-planned. And Edison and I are humans, no less. You're correct. Oh, and we're in a relationship, so they'll probably try to use that against us somehow. I suppose Michael's thought the same thing about Sufi. Tell me again how you're not an idealist. I'm not. I just listed a series of very troubling and sobering facts. When I say that I hope everything will turn out all right, I'm not ignoring any of them. I'm saying I believe in our colleagues and Edison, and I hope we will discover a way to make it out of this alive and safe. I will work to make it so. Prepare for the worst, be delighted by the best is pretty much the first lesson they teach you as a Jew. Hmm. Well, I'll be keen to hear when you lot figure out how you're going to take down the forces of heaven and hell with three singular angels, a pipe bomb with too many PhDs, and the Jerusalem high-class president. Go capybaras, big. That's their mascot? Apparently. How'd that get approved? I never asked. I can't imagine it's anything tasteful. <laughs> what? It's... nothing. How much further? A little. Lovely. You'll have to bear my company just a while longer. Well, I would think that helping us attempt a kidnapping and memory erasing would warm you up a little. Then I will enjoy proving you wrong. Would you consider that a demon thing, or your own horrible personality? Is there a difference? Right. Yes. Not human. Make you nostalgic at all? Not in the slightest. What are you doing? Let's stop for a moment. Ugh. Why? Because my leg hurts. I thought it always hurts. Beelzebub, we've been walking non-stop through unpaved terrain and I'm already using my cane today. Right now it hurts a lot and I need to sit down for a bit. Oh, for Lord's sake. What? It's been half an hour. Exactly. Thank you. Making my point. You're an angel, aren't you? Yes, but I'm mostly a very tired human who is rapidly reaching the end of my pain tolerance. So walk it off then. I can't. I cannot just walk it off. Walking, in fact, is the very thing making it worse. So you are welcome, if you like, to keep on trekking onwards and get yourself mauled by a pack of lions who like you even less than I do, but I am going to sit down. I am tired and in pain, and I don't particularly give a damn if that inconveniences you. Hold your bloody horses or have fun trying not to get eaten.
You could tear a demon out of your charge, but this gets you ended? I take it day by day. Why didn't you just ask for a do-over? Hmm. I was wondering when one of you would ask that. One of us? Yes. You, Gabriel, Michael, any of you. You look at me and I can see it every time. Alright, enlighten me. Because that's not how it works. I'm human. I know what I am, and I am. And when you're human, you don't get a do-over. You don't get to edit who you are. You're born with what you have, and how you choose to live with that is up to you. But life is immutable. You either live it, or you choose to take it back. I don't want to take it back. I have good days and bad days, and with everything that's happened this year, I truly cannot remember the last time some part of me didn't hurt. But this is who I am. In a perfect world, it wouldn't be good or bad. Just a fact. It's not a perfect world. But I think it's not too daunting an ask to start small. I said I wanted to be human, and I can't think of anything more human than this. Living with your choices. Taking the good and bad and naming it life. How else could I possibly hope to understand it? My body is not a miracle. It's where I live. I don't know if we can really think of it like that. I know. I remember a lot of what it was like now. It feels so... incredibly alien. It does? I'm aware it's supposedly my natural state, but... Uh, I think giving it up was the easiest thing I've ever done. You didn't even know her name. Yes. You didn't know who you'd be born as. Where? How? We don't believe in a plan, but you barely had one either. Yes. All because maybe, just maybe, when you met her, you could keep her safe. Yes. Do you know what we call that? Insanity? Hope. And by we, I mean humans. Because neither your side nor mine came up with that. You know... Sometimes you just have to say, to hell with it. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know what it means to you. What I do know is that your side has always been the more human of the two. Falling is a choice, after all. You didn't fall? No. I'm not sure there's really a name for what I've done. I'm sure you won't believe me, but you two have gotten off very easy. I'm well aware. Gabriel is not happy. She's never happy. Yes. Some things make more sense now than they did a year ago. Lucky you. Beelzebub. Sometimes you care about someone and you can't do any more than that. They won't take it. But I think it matters in the end that you did. Nothing matters. That's the whole point. There's no plan. None of us know what we're doing, and it's all going to end soon anyway. Is that why you told me where Edison was? When we were looking for the tiger? You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to go after her. If, supposedly, the lions would have left her alone. I think we both know that I did. It doesn't disturb you. That kind of devotion. 
Someone once told me it should. But I think with someone as easy to lose as Edison, you really do have to be willing to do whatever it takes. So you'd do anything she asked of you then? Oh, please. Within reason, maybe. But if it came down to it, I'd trust her. Awful fragile for a fixed point. You could say that about either of us. <sighs> All right. Up we go. Here. Wouldn't want you to forget your cane. Thank you. Shall we? Nearly there, I think. Wouldn't want you to miss who gets on top of the pyramid. It'll probably be Maddie. Of course. Didn't know you were a fan. I've waited around in quite a few hospitals. The crater? Hmm. You know, it's much closer if you start at my house. Is it? One might almost think... Don't even feckin' start, Lucille. <clears throat> Is that one mine too? No. But you angels tend to have a type. It's enormous. Whose is it? An old friend's. Is that what they call it now? They don't call it anything. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Did she tell you to get it for her? No. But I have a feeling she'll need it soon enough. How soon? Do you feel lucky? Not since I rolled the dice and came out with a leg and a half. Then I'd keep an eye on that Antichrist of yours, if I were you. So, how was your life-changing field trip into the woods with Lucy? I've had a very long life, Edison. It'll take more than a walk with your guardian angel to change it. Really? Because from what I heard, you got the said-some-stupid-out-of-pocket-shit lecture and actually listened. The what? For me, it was the day I came to town. She didn't need her cane until that afternoon, and I put my foot in my mouth. I'm guessing you did, too. You know, when she says she's human, she means it. Well, she's got some interesting notions of what that means. Right, and you have any idea at all. What do you want? To know what the hell that look meant, but... Mainly some fly lures. Lincoln and I are going fishing this weekend. I don't care. Okay. She said something real existential that messed you up, huh? No idea what you mean. Was it about the plan? No. Was it about her and the others' plan? No. Was it about Gabe? Have you considered that the reason that so many of our colleagues want you dead is due to that pathological inability of yours to stop asking questions? Well, that just answered a bunch of them. <sighs> okay. You know what? Fine. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, my angel isn't a billions of years old closet sadist who doesn't like labels. I'm sorry, she's human enough to understand shit like feelings and relationships and basic emotional maturity. I'm sorry, it's the end of the world and I got what I wanted and you're never gonna. I feel genuinely bad for you and you do not make that easy. But I'm human. She's human. So don't fucking blame us for your ineffable bullshit, especially when it sounds straight out of a soap opera. Humans could not possibly understand any of this. And thank God, I don't want to. You're right, it's not that simple. So I don't understand why you're mad at me for showing you what you can't have. Don't tell me you're fine with the end of the world just because you're jealous. What could I have to be jealous of? I don't know. Our lives are pretty short comparatively. Kind of encourages you to stay to hell with it. Maybe consider healthier relationship models. As if you all haven't put that boundless creativity to use over the centuries to make my side's job very easy. Oh, do not start with that humans are terrible shit. You've seen them. Yeah, I have. And you know what I found out? Should we not join hands first and sing a song about peace and harmony? Get fucked. You take a human. A brand new, totally fresh human, and that's not a bigot. That's not a politician or an insurance agent or a serial killer. At base level, that's just a good person. So, maybe with some people it takes the long way around, but I think everybody starts out pretty fine. Does that make sense? No. Look, you tell someone a nuclear blast is going to hit in five minutes. What do they do? Screaming, curse God. Yeah, duh. But then they hug their kids, tell their wife they love her, call their dad. It's not all fire and brimstone. I think mostly it's just love. You think love will save the world? No. But I think after this one's over, love is going to build the next. Take it from me. Being an asshole to everyone about how screwed you think you are is not going to make anything better. And what if I'd like to make it worse? Then I'd say I've been there too. I have actually said out loud to another human being... I want to get worse. You know what she said back to me? What? She said, I don't think you want to get worse. I think you just want people to see how bad you feel. And just between you and me, I think you actually might like door number two a little bit better. Says you. Yeah. Says me. Hey. Yes? I'm glad you don't want me dead. You don't like looking into me. You don't like what you know that you'll find. What you said wasn't mine. Anymore. You don't stay when the morning comes. You say that's how it's always been done. We can't change. It's a shame on me for wanting more. Even though I don't know what I'm wanting for. This old dog's learning something new. So wait before you put me down. 
take your hypocrisy Cause we both know what you refuse to see This road I walk is dark and red And you swear you don't walk it too So don't look down You might see the blood on your shoes And I take, I'll admit to that give just as good as I ask when a nose sweeter than yes we weren't made to explain what this is so I'll fuck it up again and again what did you expect it's a shame on me for wanting more even though I don't know what I'm wanting for Dog's learning something new So wait before you put me down And I'll take your hypocrisy Cause we both know what you refuse to see This road I walk is dark and red And you swear you don't walk it too Don't look down You might see the blood on your shoes To apologize, is this revelation what you fantasized? Did you win? Just as long as I lose, take your ego, leave it at the door, do whatever you want. Just please leave me wanting more, make it end. Please just don't make me choose. It's a shame on me for wanting more, even though I don't know what I'm. Down and I'll take your hypocrisy Cause we both know what you refuse to see This road I walk is dark and red And you swear you don't walk it too So don't look down You might see the blood on your shoes Where the Stars Fell is a production of Caldera Studios and is written and produced by Newton Shottlecotty. The voice of Gabe was Kira Gill. The voice of Mike was Kyle Street. The voice of BB was Max Fleischacker. The voice of Lucille Kensington was Madeline Harview. The voice of Dr. Edison Tucker was Newton Shottlecotty. Script edits were done by Brad Colebrook with a sensitivity read by Kit Adams. All sound effects taken from audio library, sound library, free sound, original Foley, or used under Creative Commons license. Find transcripts, social media links, and places to listen at wherethestarsfell.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. <sighs> Name. Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. Of course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name... Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. (sighs) 
L-O-T-T-A, like lot of talent. Uh, wow. Just, wow. There's also an umlaut. The f- is an umlaut? It's two dots and it goes over the- Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there, we'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll gird our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.